Al Horford and Dennis Schroeder's relationship, a little bit about the assistant coaches, and advice from Emil Odoka to his team that you will love right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Crowd goes crazy, most in-depth coverage on the daily, mainly podcast royalty, the content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings, focus like Danny at the deadline. Global with it got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey there, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics podcast. I want to thank you for making the show part of your daily routine and for making the Locked On Celtics podcast your first lesson, listen, or lesson, whatever, every day. And remember, Locked On Celtics is free and available on all platforms. That includes YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find every single Locked On Celtics podcast at LockedOnCeltics.com. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I've written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Get it at my website, johncorrales.com, if you want a signed copy. And today, a few different topics. Uh, we touched on a lot with Ime Doka on Wednesday at the, the Celtics practice facility at the Auerbach Center. Coming up later on in the third segment, he has instructed the Celtics to do something that you're going to love it. I promise you're going to love it. That's coming up in segment three. Segment two. Assistant coach assignments, Damon Stoudemire and Marcus Smart. Why that relationship is something that Ime Udoka prioritized. Right now, though, a couple of little things from practice. First of all, we've been talking about the switching defense and and what's Ime Udoka going to do with that. How extensive extensive is that going to be? That is a priority. We did hear from the coach, and he said that is going to be a priority for us. This year, it, and we wanted to accomplish a few things there with the uh, with the team. And in this preseason game, we wanted to accomplish some things that we're hoping will carry over. That includes Robert Williams and Al Horford stepping out and covering guards. That includes these guys uh, switching off ball sometimes. They did it a lot in the first game. There was an overemphasis. They're not going to be able to do that all the time, every game. That is for sure. But it's obvious that switching is a priority. Dennis Schroeder afterwards kind of randomly talked about it and said, you know, I've never been in a system where we switch everything. And that's that's very clearly going to be something the Celtics emphasize. Switching everything. So... They will throw in some zone, I'm sure, because every team throws in some zone. They are going to throw in some alternate types of coverage. You can't just do one thing in the NBA and expect it to work all the time. But it's very obvious. The Celtics are going to switch because they have the personnel that they think the guards can or the wings can, can get into the post against bigger players and hold their own. Marcus Smart is a big, strong guard. He can hold his own on a mismatch. We've seen him guard bigs before. The bigs, he thinks, can head on out and cover a guard from time to time on a switch. And that's going to put a lot of pressure on Robert Williams. So I talked a little bit about Robert Williams yesterday. I'm curious to see how he's going to handle that. Uh, I'm, I'm just 
I want to see more of these results. So Saturday's game is going to be a real kind of test for for that switching. We'll see what they what they tend to add in. Another big story from practice on Wednesday was the Al Horford Dennis Schroeder dynamic, which Schroeder got into a little bit more. We've heard from Al Horford about this. That Schroeder Horford dynamic is obviously the chemistry is there. Schroeder said, "I still think the chemistry is there from our Atlanta days." So I think that Schroeder and Horford, like Horford gushes about Schroeder, and Schroeder clearly has, you know, we saw in that first preseason game that they they can find each other. They 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 have a connection there. This connection I think is going to be super important. I wrote about it on Boston Sports Journal. I I called it the unlikely critical connection. First of all, we are seeing a a grouping of a, a couple of players here where where what would you have thought in uh what is it April May when or June whenever the Celtics season ended uh if i had said don't worry Dennis Schroeder and Al Horford are going to come here next year and that that's going to help the bench no one would have thought that that was going to happen that's not two players that we expected to be with the Celtics Horford for Kemba there was some you know natural you know, when you scanned the the landscape, yeah, maybe OKC stood out, and and Horford coming back for for Kemba might have stood out as a a real possibility for the Celtics. But adding Schroeder certainly wasn't part of the plan originally, so they did. They added Schroeder. That's great. But the circumstances which led them both to Boston are kind of weird. You could take the Horford circumstance back to the Philly days and that not working out, and them screwing that up, and then going to OKC. And having them sit for having them sit Horford for half the year, and now here we are. Horford feels fresh. That that kind of weird circumstances worked out in his favor. He's here. He's with Schroeder, who he remembers and who he remembers fondly from Atlanta. And now this connection is something that is is going to help the Celtics. As I said in yesterday's podcast, I think what we saw as at the start of the game against Orlando was almost like we we started the game four or five minutes into the game for as far as Udoka's rotations went. That they started Wancho because what's really going to happen is the Celtics will start Smart, Tatum, Brown, and Rob, and Al Horford, and then four or five minutes into the game, the first substitution will be Horford comes out. Maybe it's with Jalen or, or Jason, probably Jason, and... In comes somebody else, and then when we saw the first substitution of Horford, Schroeder, and Josh Richardson, that that might be that first sub back at the you know four minutes to go in the in the first quarter, three minutes to go in the first quarter. Maybe Tatum comes back with that group. So that what we saw was maybe a hint into the pairing of Horford. And Schroeder. Now, I've said many times that I think Horford and Schroeder should be paired together. I didn't even realize that they had this tight of a connection when I was calling for that. But the the pairing makes sense to me because Horford is such a uh, a calming force. And now with him and Schroeder, and if it's Richardson, if it's somebody else, Horford with that pairing and and calming everybody down, I think is going to be really huge. And to to hear more of that relationship, how much Schroeder respects 
Al Horford, that is is really, really important because there, there's still a, a potential for volatility with Schroeder. Right now, we're not seeing it. Everything seems great, seems fine. He seems like a good teammate, is ready to take direction, is ready to do whatever coach is asking of him. But he also said in his media availability on Wednesday that he – he kind of said, I expect to be on the floor at the end of games. I don't care if I'm on the floor at beginning of games, as long as I'm on the floor at the end of games. He didn't say it exactly like that. That wasn't the exact quote, but he kind of hinted that I want to be on the floor at the end of games. Well, that's going to be interesting because maybe he will, but maybe he won't. And so Horford being there, keeping the the locker room together is, is I'm going to guess he's going to be one of the captains, one of the official captains uh, I think that having having Horford there to maintain that kind of peace, that that togetherness is going to be huge when Schroeder has something to say. Maybe, you know, being on the floor at the end of the games is contractually helpful for him. He is he's shopping himself for the next contract. And I think if, if he's not on the floor at the end of games, there's a potential for him to kind of be upset. Respecting Horford the way he does, as I, I think Horford can, can really calm him down and, and really keep, keep the peace if, if it gets to that point. So the Horford and, and Schroeder dynamic, super important for the Celtics. I think that's going to be a big deal. And I, I like that pairing together. And if the Celtics can get that starting Horford and then bringing him back off the bench after a short stint, getting Horford into short bursts, maybe, uh, that could be the best of both worlds. Uh, up next, why Damon Stoudemire and Marcus Smart is such a good pairing when it comes to assistant coaches and the players. I'm going to talk about that after I talk about sweat block. If you've got excessive perspiration issues, which some people do. So you, there's just something there where you start sweating and you can't stop. It's a, a problem, an embarrassing problem for some people, but sweat block can help stop that. The doctor had, a same, had the same problem. He created sweat block, which is a wipe, like a handy wipe, and it worked for him for up to seven days. I have uh, gotten a message from somebody where, who used it. It worked for up to five days. What you do, you take your shower, take a shower at night, wipe it on the problem area, go to sleep in the morning, you wash it off, boom. Now, that should take care of it. It's been proven to work. It's number one on Amazon's antiperspirant category for a reason. It's been on, on Amazon for a decade, and there are over 13,000 reviews. Google it, read those reviews. They want you to go see what other people are saying, and those people believe in the product there's a dry shirt guarantee. If it doesn't work for you for any reason, then you can send it back, get your money back, and that's it. No risk. It's your little secret to confidence. You can wear whatever you want to wear. No problems. Put it in your toiletry bag. Go to sweatblock.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. You're going to get 20% off. So you even get a little bit of a discount with the promo code LOCKDOWN at sweatblock.com. Or next time you're on Amazon or at CVS, you can go in and pick yourself up some. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. 
Thank you again for making the Locked On Celtics podcast your first listen every day. We're here for you Monday through Friday. Also here for you Monday through Friday, the other Locked On Boston podcast, Bruins, Patriots. How about Red Sox? Let's make Red Sox your second listen today. Red Sox beating the Yankees, advancing to the uh, division series. So check out Locked On Red Sox. Lots to celebrate there if if you are a Red Sox fan. We talked to Ime Adoka on Wednesday here at practice, and he was asked about assistant coaches. And so Aaron Miles from Golden State, who worked with Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins and and really uh, did a good job with those guys, he the priority for Ime Adoka was let's get him working with Jason Tatum, you know, a guy who's who's who knows how to deal with big egos, big talent, and you know, pulling talent out of, you know, if you can get talent out of Wiggins, imagine what you can get out of Jason Tatum, right? So if you can get, if you get Wiggins to play well, and he did, then, hey, let's see, let's see what he can do with Tatum. The other most, the most interesting thing with me is Damon Stoudemire, who is working with Marcus Smart. And look, there's no greater commitment that you can make to Marcus Smart as point guard than giving a point guard like Damon Stoudemire to you to work with it. You're, you're working with a, a guy who's been in the league, successful in the league for a very long time, can, can impart some added knowledge. And you can talk shop with another point guard. And you can, you can sit there and watch film. If I'm Marcus Smart, I'm looking at, at that and saying, hey, I get, to work with, uh, I get to work with Damon Stoudemire every day. That's, that's awesome. Sit down with a point guard. I can't stress enough how when you're when you get to watch film with somebody that you play the same position and you get the opportunity to uh, talk shop, you know, like when I when I was playing and I was playing more of the you know low post, you know, as a four, you know, some face up as a three, but being able to talk to one my one of my assistant coaches was Bruce Seals, the late Bruce Seals, uh, who was a big guy and could, you know, talk about, we'd sit there and we'd talk about, you know, positioning and, you know, how to, how to just work in the post, how we would, we would talk in technical terms. We we'd understand each other just a little bit differently than someone who's kind of talking through maybe some book knowledge, maybe a, a smaller person who knows how to, you know, knows how to play the game, obviously, but hasn't played that position. You just, just some nuance to that where you, when you do it, you learn little things about, about that spot. So Marcus learning from Damon Stoudemire is, I think a, a huge pairing for them. And, and obviously very smart of Udoka to not only bring in his friend and Oregon connection and all of that, and a guy who who had success teaching at the college level to come in and work with Marcus Smart and sit there and and break down film and talk about what they see uh, on the floor together. I think that's that's really really important. Another important thing was Tony Dobbins staying. I asked Jalen Brown about this the other day, you know, and he says that was huge for me. Tony Dobbins is a, a former player played overseas. Worked with Jalen Brown. They connected. Uh, Jalen really respects Tony. You see them working before the game. 
working on dribbling. They do a lot of different dribbling di- drills, and that's really helped unlock a lot of what Jalen Brown is doing. Having that continuity, super smart on Udoka's part to, to keep Dobbins around. I thought that was, when, when I heard that that was happening, I thought that was a, a pretty, pretty good move. And so I think uh, the, the, the pairings that we're seeing with the assistant coaches, you don't hear about that enough. You don't talk about that. No one really gets into the, the player. They call it player enhancement now. But these are still developing players. Jalen, who's 25. Marcus, who's it's still 27. Um, these guys are still learning about the game. And as much as Marcus Smart is, is a really good pick-and-roll point guard, there are other elements of his game where just having a different perspective on the same thing that maybe you've seen. You can get 10 point guards in a room, and they can look at the same game film and – probably have six, seven, eight different perspectives on what what's happening there, you know? And, and, and that really does, I can't stress enough how much having those different perspectives from people who play the same position. Hey, you know, when I did this, I, I would try this. It's like, if I'm talking about podcasting with people, I've talked to other solo hosts about podcasting and, you know, hey, I've got my the way I want to present myself, the way I talk on the podcast. I've talked to other people who do this on, on the network on their own. I say, hey, this is what I'm thinking when I'm talking to the camera. And, you know, they tell me, and it's always good to share information. Whatever it is that you do for work, you can you can talk to other people who do it, and maybe there's another way to do what you do. If there's another possibility, another perspective on it, then – it's good to get the other people's takes and and you never know what someone has seen that even though you think you know everything, you never know what someone else has seen that you haven't. You know, especially a guy like Stoudemire who was basically a full-time point guard and not in Marcus Smart's situation of, well, Jason Tatum went down, you're starting. Uh, Kemba Walker went down, you're starting. Jalen Brown went down, you're starting. You're sp- all of these different spots. The, the positioning, the, the mentality is different. So having a guy that's done that for as long as, as he has, I, I, I like what Udoka has done with the coaching staff. Now, he doesn't have another person with head coaching experience on there, and that's something that I, I wondered about. He does have be- Brad Stevens at his disposal, and I have said this on the podcast before, maybe by, by having Stevens around that took away the need for having a guy on the bench with head coaching experience, maybe he could have the best of both worlds and get all of these guys that he wanted as, as his assistants. If he needs to lean on something for, you know, with a guy who's, who's been a head coach before, he can call Brad, text Brad, walk up the hall and, and talk to Brad in his office, whatever, and get former head coaching perspectives. Hey, I I liked, I used to do this this way. This was my whatever timeout philosophy or, you know, how I handled the refs and, oh, you know, a good one is this ref when, you know, when I was taught this ref responds to this better than that ref responds to that. And maybe something that only head coaches would be able to, to kind of know. But I, again, I like, I like where, the Celtics coaching staff is, I like, at least theoretically, 
We're starting to see it in practice and it seems like it's gonna go well, but I like what, they, what they've done. All right, up next, the, the advice that Udoka has given his team and the stuff that you hope, I know you will hope they follow it because we're all sick of seeing it. That's coming up next. I got to talk to you about Built Bar first. I got to place a new order at Built Bar. I'm, I'm out. So I'm going to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off my order of the best tasting protein bars on the market. I mean, these things are fantastic. And whatever you like, do you like chocolate? Do you like coconut? Do you like fruit? Do you like whatever, peanut butter? There are options for you. If you've got a peanut allergy, no problem. If you're on a keto diet, these are approved. And whatever flavor you want, even if you can't pick a flavor, there's a mixed box. You get two of their core nine flavors. If you go to built.com and you scroll down, you'll see as you as you mouse over each product what the, the macros are. And basically, you're getting 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, four or five grams of net carbs. So it's delicious and it's good for you. That's why the U.S. track and field team and NASCAR have made Built Bar their official protein bar. However you want to do it, meal replacement as a snack, I have one after the gym, or I would have tonight if I had one left, but I'm out. So, but it's great to get that protein in you with not so many calories that it blows out your cardio. Built.com, promo code is LOCK15, use it every time. Get the mix box, figure out which flavors you like, go back, stock up. LOCK15 is the promo code. Use it every time at Built.com. Bet Online is your number one spot for pro and college football action or whatever sport you want to bet on. They've got a new and updated site and interface, so even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football, but obviously basketball, boxing, WNBA. Sad about my Connecticut son. Very sad about them losing. Tough way to go out, but you can bet on that or your favorite Vegas casino games. Go sign up at Bet Online. Use the promo code Locked On. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus. So whatever you deposit, $200, $100, $100 welcome bonus, $50 welcome bonus. Go sign up. Use that promo code Locked On. A 50% welcome bonus once you make your first deposit. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Locked On Celtics on Instagram. Once again, I want to thank you for making the Locked On Celtics podcast your first listen every day. I'll be back tomorrow with more from Celtics practice and uh, I'll look ahead to the Saturday preseason game against the Toronto Raptors. Why don't you make your second listen the Locked On Women's Basketball Podcast? Connecticut Sun, as I said before, eliminated by the Chicago Sky. I'm disappointed I'm not going to a WNBA Finals game next week, but happy for Candace Parker. I mean, she's she's awesome, and she's going to the WNBA Finals with her hometown team. So that's awesome, and we're waiting on the Vegas Aces and Phoenix Mercury to sort themselves out, and uh, then you get the WNBA Finals. So Check out Lockdown Women's Basketball for more analysis on all of that. Should be fun. All right. Been teasing this little uh, Ime Doka advice to the team. 
And he was asked by Gary Washburn of the, the Boston Globe a few questions about his, his coaching style. And it was about one of the questions was, hey, working the refs. What's your, what's your thing? What, what's your take on working the rest, refs? And he says, quote, I've stressed that to our team. We got a little chippy out here in practice, guys getting after it. And I said, you know, let me bitch at the refs. You guys play through plays and move on to the next thing. And let me be the guy that complains to the refs. So he says, he continues on, I don't want to be the team to start crying about every call. I told him to play through things from day one of camp. That is so important to me, as important as the switching defense, as important as the ball moving. If we can stop Jason Tatum from throwing his hands up in the air every time he drives and thinking he's going to get fouled and glaring at a ref and waiting to get down the court, if we can eliminate that from Jason Tatum's game, I'm ready to give Ime Odoka coach of the year because that is one of the more annoying things for a young star who is trying to get into that MVP conversation. I get it. You always think you're fouled. You always think that you should get an and one or get to the free throw line. But he has taken it just a little too far over the course of the past couple of years, especially. It's it's too much. And I don't want to take away the emotion and I don't want to take away working the refs a little bit to try to get calls in your favor. I understand how that goes, but the way Tatum just the too much of his energy is spent on complaining to the refs and we didn't see it in the first preseason game. So that's good. That's a good sign. I don't want to see it much at all. It's going to happen. Like I'm not going to sit there and say it's eliminated, but let's, let's just calm that down, please. So, and, and one of the things that Udoka said was, we've got some young guys who are not official referees here, so there's going to be some bad calls in practice and get used to it for the game. So we're not going to be a team that cries the whole time. That's definitely not me. It's, it's a very San Antonio type of style. You know, stars are going to ask for calls. And there are times where, look, referees can't be everywhere at once. It's officiating a basketball game, as much as people want to harp on the refs, it is a, an extraordinarily difficult task. It's, and I, I want to add a fourth ref. I think a fourth ref can really help, uh, especially, you know, I'll, I'll, get in, I'll get into that a whole other time. I think a fourth ref can just help eliminate certain angles that where, where people get blocked it allows someone to be on the baseline, two people on, you know, one on either wing, one person standing back in case there's a, a breakaway, you know, that that person is much easier for that person to get back. That other ref from the baseline really only has to get just past half court. That to me, it just adds another, another set of eyes that can actually help. It won't slow things down. I think it'll actually speed things up. So under these circumstances, uh, you know what? Uh, I'll add one more thing. It used to be two refs in a game. And then when they people started to propose three, people lost their minds. So adding another ref is not out of the question in the NBA. Okay, that aside, if a star player makes a move and, look, officials get blocked off, you could be standing there and have a clear view of the play, and then someone slides right in front of your, your 
periphery right in front of your face and you don't see something, okay, maybe he did get fouled. You go talk to the ref. A referee is a person. And we can say some of these people have attitudes and egos. That is true. But a referee is a person. And no one wants to be shown up at their job. A person at their job on TV, no less, doesn't want to see other players throwing their hands up in the sky and constantly complaining. Like, I don't, I don't need this from you, bro. Just relax and talk to me. And a referee will say, hey, I didn't see it. I got blocked off. You drove. Horford st- you know, stepped in front of me. And then when I, when I tried to get out, I didn't see it. I didn't see what happened. Nobody saw it. If we missed it, we missed it. But we're going to look for it. And that's, that's something that you have to have those conversations between players and officials. There has to be an, a, a dialogue going on. But a player has to have some level of respect for what the official is trying to do. Official has to understand that a player is working through some serious emotions here. And if they don't, if they don't get a, a call in a key moment, then they're going to be really upset. And you got to give them that, that time to calm it down a little bit. All right. Slow it down, buddy. Slow it down, Jason. Let's, I get it. Let's just take it down a notch and talk to me. If you don't take it down a notch, I have to give you a tech. That back and forth. So that is going to happen between players and officials. That's fine. If Ime can eliminate all the histrionics and, and craziness, then good for him. Uh, a couple of other things, just just for the sake of mentioning it, um, because he was asked about other things about uh, coaching coaching style. Uh, he says, well, first of all, he voted for you know coaches don't wear suits anymore. He says, I enjoy the suits. He if it was for him, he would have he would have gotten dressed up. He likes wearing the suits, but the coaching staff wanted to be uh, casual, so he voted to go casual. Uh, Brad Stevens, definitely one of the casual guys. So, but he liked the suits, uh, as far as his coaching style, uh, he says, uh, I got to be up there and be vocal with the players. I put a lot of my coaching staff, the assistants to relay messages on sub- substitution patterns as far as getting guys ready for that. So, um, whether it's hands-on or on the fly stuff, it depends on how the game is going. Uh, I like to give players freedom to be coaches out there. I feel like Dennis Schroeder, Marcus Smart have done a great job throughout camp, so not trying to come down and call plays. They know the packages we have uh, off makes and misses. Uh, but I'll get up and mention the coverage or call a play if I have to. So I think some of the there, – there's letting the flow of the game happen. There's, hey, I want this play called. Uh, you know, Coaches think, think things through differently. So he'll, he'll call a play sometimes. Coaches call plays to varying degrees uh, – a lot of times on the floor, you call a play, you pass the ball once, and that play gets blown up. If somebody somebody makes an adjustment, and now you're off doing something else. So, I'm just I, I do want to see how that all works out with how vocal he really is and and all of that. Uh, I saw him him and Will Hardy talking together a lot on the sidelines. Hardy had I think a, a tablet with his notes, and and they were really talking. Like a lot more than I saw Brad and 
say, uh, you know, one of his assistants, Jay Laranega, talking. Uh, so curious to see what that dynamic is going to be throughout the course of the season. Curious to see how many plays Udoka calls, how how in people's faces he gets. So something is we're watching for things on the floor. We're watching for things on the sidelines as well. I'll have it all covered daily Monday through Friday here on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So wherever you get your podcasts, or if you want to watch on YouTube on a regular basis, subscribe. I would love to get more subscriptions on the YouTube page. Get out there, hit that button, uh, whatever that little bell to get notified whenever I post a new video. That would be awesome too. But most importantly, share the podcast. Tell your friends, tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.